Welcome to the Love Your Truth podcast. I am your host, Dr. Jen Chrisman, and for over a decade, I have been a licensed clinical psychologist, life coach, and on my own journey of personal and spiritual development. Each week, I'm going to be bringing you an inspiring guest or a thought that will help you move beyond fear and doubt to unlock your true potential because you know there is something inside of you that you want to express and a kind of life that you want to create. We're going to be talking about personal development, wellness, spirituality, and entrepreneurship. You'll get a blend of practical and spiritual advice as well as tangible actions you can apply to your life today. Are you ready? Let's get on to this week's episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this very first episode ever of the Love Your Truth podcast. My name is Dr. Jen Chrisman, and I am a licensed clinical psychologist and a mindset and transformation coach, and I am here to help you bridge the gap between where you are and where you want to be, and I am just so excited to have you here with me on this journey, and in this first episode... I am going to share with you a little bit about how I actually decided to start this podcast, why I'm here, what I'm hoping to do with it, and what you can expect to get from it. So first of all, I just want to say thank you again for being here. I have been on my own journey of personal and spiritual development for almost two decades now, and what I have come to know and understand is that I am most fulfilled and living in my purpose when I'm sharing this information with others. I have been so fortunate to have had the experiences and to be surrounded by people who are out there making a difference in the world and helping me on my journey. And as I get to go deeper within myself and connect more with others, I continue to find myself in this place where I just want everyone to have access. I want everyone to hear the conversations that I'm having. I want everyone to be a part of this journey because I know that if you could be a fly on the wall of some of these conversations, that lives could be changed. And that was actually why I decided to start this podcast in the first place. As a psychologist, I have created a life and a living around helping others heal and the truth is the strongest catalyst for my career choice was actually my own desire for answers and healing because I can remember that feeling of being on the outside looking in to whatever it was, whether it was the life that I wanted or a friendship that I wanted or seeing someone achieving the goals and doing the things that I wanted And thinking that that was something that I just couldn't have. And what I want to show you guys is that with enough work and with enough healing and with the dedication to becoming the person that you are truly meant to be, you can have and achieve a life beyond your wildest dreams. And in this process and reflecting on how I finally came to start this podcast, because it has been in the back of my mind for a few years now, but I never took action on it. 
And what I realized was that there was a question that has been haunting me for most of my life that I have struggled with when showing up anywhere and sharing myself fully. And this question that I've come to know so intimately through my journey has always been, what are you going to think of me? Which really means, are you going to reject or abandon me? Because I've wanted to start this podcast for a long time, and I've wanted to shift the, the course of my professional career for a while now, but I've been afraid in this, this question, this fear of what are people going to think of me if I speak so boldly about my belief system? What are people going to think about me if I take on a, a bigger platform? And working through and understanding how this fear has held me back for so long is really why I had to start this podcast because I know that I am not the only one who struggles with this question. You know, and as long as I can remember, I have been a seeker of deeper understanding and meaning, like basically a personal development junkie for as long as I can remember. And I have found that the stories that always resonated for me were the stories where the author shared their truest vulnerabilities and not the ones that show how this is why I'm so great and it looks so good, but the ones where people are sharing how they really messed up or got knocked down and how they stood back up and became unapologetic about their truth the truth of who they are and where they've been, all of their truth, not just the truth that we have deemed acceptable by society. Because it's in their revelations that I can see myself more clearly, that I get to give myself permission to show up more fully in my own truth. And that is what Love Your Truth is all about, to share stories and knowledge so truthfully and so transparently and with such candid honesty that you find the permission or the inspiration to allow all of the parts of you to heal and come forward. My hope in doing this, in launching this podcast, is not so that you can know me, but so that you can know and love you and your truth. Because creating a life that you love is not so much about what you do but about who you need to become. And it's my belief that the real healing and transformation comes when we learn to reveal all of the parts of ourselves. Becoming the best version of ourselves doesn't mean that we abandon the pain or the challenges, the mistakes, or those parts of us that we think might get rejected. That transformation actually happens right there at the intersection of pain and love. And I want to share with you a little bit about my own journey, because again, I know I'm not alone in my story. And people are often surprised when they hear some of the hardships that I experienced as a little girl. And I'm not going to go into all of the details um, or all of the specific events, but you know, I will say that I can, I understand now, and I can look back and know that my parents were doing the very best that they could at the time with the tools that they had. And unfortunately, they just didn't have really good tools. 
they didn't have probably any tools at all, if we're being really honest. Um, I was an only child, but I was also a really lonely child. And my parents were really young when they had me, and I've said this before, but they probably didn't have any business really being parents yet. And because of the addictions and other hardships, I grew up with a lot of fear and a lot of uncertainty. You know, uncertainty about where I was going to be sleeping that night, uncertainty about who was coming through the door, uncertainty about um, whether or not I was going to see one or both of my parents. And, you know, the predominant feeling that I had growing up besides fear was this feeling of being unwanted, unloved, and alone. And again, like I said, I know now that, you know, my mom, especially my parents divorced when I was young, and really my mom raised me. My dad was in the picture, but my mom had primary custody, as was typical for that time. Um, And I know that my mom was really, really doing the very best that she could at the time. But because of what she was struggling with and what she was going through, I felt completely alone to raise myself. And my dad, who was also battling his own demons, ended up committing suicide right before my 10th birthday. And this truly became one of those, the most defining moments for me in my life. And I didn't know it at the time, but these experiences sort of culminating with his death solidified a belief deep inside of me that I was fundamentally flawed, completely rejectable, and ultimately unlovable. And, you know, obviously these experiences were really challenging, but even at a young age, I knew that there was something in these stories for me. I didn't know it at the time because I was too young, But there was a certain strength that came out of me as a result of these experiences. And, you know, these strengths for many years, unfortunately, showed up as defense mechanisms until I learned how to really heal and embrace the gifts that were given to me. And that's what we're going to talk a lot about on this podcast, how the struggles actually give you so much strength later if you allow them. Because ultimately, it's up to us that we really do have a choice. And we can either say, woe is me, and play the victim. Or we can choose to transform these experiences by adding meaning to them. But because I was so young when these traumas were occurring, and I had no emotional support to help me process them, I was left to my own to make meaning out of them. And I will say... I actually did a really good job for a 10-year-old. I was a smart kid, and I was also deeply sensitive and intuitive, and I knew at a really young age that I had a strength within me that a lot of children are not asked to reveal. So I made a decision at that point in my life that I would be nothing like my parents. And for me, and for the mind of a 10-year-old, that looked like having my shit together. And I made it look good and easy all the time. Because what I saw when I looked at my parents was I saw a lot of messiness. And I saw a lot of 
out of control and struggling and suffering. And again, I said, I'm never going to be like that. And so I put these walls up and I let on to no one that I was hurting or struggling or that I was painfully insecure. In high school, I had a raging eating disorder. I started doing drugs very young. I missed most of my classes in high school. But because I looked like I was in control, nobody noticed that I was dying on the inside. And by my pure natural abilities, I managed to get into a really good college. I went on to earn a doctorate. I got married to a really great guy. I built a successful business. I had two beautiful children. But the truth was, my soul was dying on the inside. I was so young when I put these plans into motion. I was so scared and I felt so rejected that I used this strength, if you will, from the traumas of my childhood as a wall between me and the rest of the world. And I became a, a perfectionist almost, even though I wasn't really a, applying myself, the perfectionist of, you know, I did everything I was supposed to do and I became everyone, everything that I thought I was supposed to be. Um, but no one really knew what was going on on the inside of me. No one saw that I was going through the motions, but I wasn't really living my life. And I unknowingly split the world into people, two groups of people, people that I was either better than or people that I was less than. And the people that I was better than saw me as this girl who had gone through so much trauma but was so strong and appeared to be so put together. The people that I saw myself as less than were the ones who I perceived as having had the real success in their lives and who I thought I would never be. And along this journey, buried deep inside of me, I always knew the truth in me. I knew I wanted more, and I knew I was meant for more. And I knew that true healing and fulfillment was possible. I just wasn't allowing it. I also knew that I wasn't allowing my soul to fully express itself because I was still so afraid of being rejected despite all of the seeming success and accomplishments. I didn't allow myself to show up fully in my career, in my relationships, with myself even. But ultimately, I knew that I had something different to do. I knew that I was going to reach people and connect them with their soul, connect them to something bigger, but I was so afraid of acknowledging that, of like really embracing it. But I knew that there was a message inside of me that I had to share and a truth that was ready to be expressed. But I just kept getting in my own way because that core belief kept gnawing at my soul and it kept me paralyzed and in this vicious cycle of self-sabotage. You know, that conversation that's on repeat in my unconscious mind, you know, encouraging me to do anything but what I, what I most wanted which was to make a massive impact helping others transform their lives. You know, that voice told me over and over and over again, you aren't good enough to do this. And I'm sure you can relate to this. I know that I'm not alone because that wasn't, that wasn't the only thing that voice said, right? If we're really honest with ourselves, that endless chatter and self 
doubt and unworthiness, you know, that says things like, who are you to be doing this? And so-and-so is already doing it and probably doing it better than you ever will. Or that, you know, no one's going to care or notice. Or, you know, my, my case, that my colleagues are going to judge me for being so outspoken. Or that's too strong of a position for you to take. People won't like it. Or you. Um, you know, my story doesn't matter. Like, it goes on and on and on. And, you know, the forever endless chatterings of not enough. So you're not smart enough. You're not thin enough. You're not pretty enough, rich enough. I, on and on and on. You know, and for most of my life, these beliefs ran the show and kept me from showing up fully in my life and sharing these lessons with you. And every year I would make these big proclamations about my goals and what I was going to accomplish. But inevitably, a few weeks, maybe months would pass and slowly, like those other important things in my life would take over. And I would continue to sabotage my bigger dreams. You know, I was burnt out on my private practice and ashamed that I wasn't able to follow through on what I most wanted. And what happened was that I started watching other people, sometimes my friends, most of them with you know, lesser qualifications, if you will, than me, launching their podcasts, writing their books, booking their five-figure coaching clients, and while I wanted to be really happy for them, more often than not, what I felt was this painful sting at the realization that I wasn't living in my truth. You know, that deep ache inside of me was a clear signal that my soul was longing to speak and that this envy that I had was actually a mirror for me. And it was showing me that untapped potential within me. And I'm guessing that you can probably relate to this, that there is probably a movement that you want to start or a career that you want to pursue, or maybe there is a relationship that you're wanting to nurture or a part of yourself that you want to discover. And if you, like me, know that there's something inside of you that you want to express and a kind of life that you want to create, but you just keep getting in your own way, I get it. I know your pain and I have been in your shoes. And that is why I started this podcast because it wasn't until I did everything that I thought I was supposed to do and I became everything I thought I was supposed to be that I realized something was missing inside. And when I started looking at every moment, challenge and bullshit story, through a lens of compassion and curiosity rather than fear and insecurity, I began to tap into an abundance of hope and possibility. And I peeled back the layers of what I had conditioned myself to believe so that I could uncover and tap into the truth that resided within. That every moment, every mistake, every success, and every failure has provided me with the clues and the insight needed for my path. And now for your journey with this podcast. Loving your truth, figuring out your purpose, and then unapologetically sharing it, and maybe even monetizing it, so that you can create a ripple that changes the world. Because I truly believe that when we tap in, when we start listening to that part of us that we've been suffocating, aka our souls, when we start listening to it, that's where we really tap in and where we can really transform and live our life on purpose. And that's what this podcast is all about. 
So what I want you to do is I want you to tune in. I am going to be bringing on some amazing people. I'm going to be sharing my truth and my stories honestly and vulnerably with complete transparency so that you can love your truth every day. Become the person you know you're meant to be so that you can get to your goals, stop living in anxiety, create the life that you want, break through the ceilings of what you think is possible, and dream bigger than you ever have. So let's make this happen because I really do believe that when we come together, we can really make anything happen. And I know that to the core of my being. And again, I am just so excited to start this journey with you. I'm so happy to have you here and I cannot wait to see what we create on this journey together. Thank you guys so much for spending this time with me on the Love Your Truth podcast. I am really just so happy that you stopped by and I would at this point just love to ask for your help in spreading the message and maybe sharing this episode with someone that you think would love it or benefit from it. And also if you could head over to iTunes, if you feel so moved to do so and leave an honest comment and review for us, that would really help me out with this journey to helping thousands and thousands of people. And until next time, please don't forget to love your truth. Thanks guys.